Welcome to this first episode of Marketing Attribution with me, Albin Stoop from Zalster.com. In this first episode, there will not be any guests, which there will be in all upcoming episodes. Instead, I will use this first episode to introduce you to the background, history, and journey of marketing attribution to better understand where attribution is now and where it's going. Consumers got way more choices than they used to and way less time. Advertising isn't evil, it's nature. Products, you take the profit from that to buy more ads and it goes around and around and around. Today, I wanna convince you to change the way you think about advertising. I had to, it's your turn. I knew I would want to do something a little different. So maybe we sell a shoe and it becomes the greatest shoe you ever wore. The greatest car you ever drove from the greatest car you ever sold. You know, the, the greatest drink you've ever had. But don't hate on the advertising, because we use the visible to grasp at the invisible. To start off at a personal note, when I was just launching my first business online in 2005, attribution was crucial for my revenue. The reason to this was that I had a website which gained all revenue from an affiliate program. This means I put other companies' ads on my website through an affiliate network in order to make money whenever someone clicked on my ad and made a conversion. In order for this to work at all, cookies were placed in the web browser of the person clicking the ad to be able to track whether a conversion was made or not. This means that I would not earn anything if a conversion was made by the same person but on another computer. This was of course unfair, but in 2005 there wasn't anything you could do about it. A couple of years later came the smartphone boom, and more and more of the ads served online were on mobile. And at the same time, a brand new marketing channel known as Facebook took its way into becoming one of the major advertising platforms. The issues with any kind of attribution in smartphones at first was lacking compatibility between the tracking systems in use and the rudimentary web browsers in a smartphone. This resulted in years of poor performance indicators on mobile. At the same time, mobile was viewed upon as a bad and low quality placement. At the time, I worked at a Swedish e-commerce and we ran a lot of ads on the largest newspaper online in Sweden. When they first launched their mobile version of the website, the prices were extremely low compared to desktop. In retrospect, it's not that strange since attribution accuracy were lacking so much on mobile at the same time. It wasn't until around 2013 that actual changes to move away from cookie-based tracking was made by some tech giants such as Facebook, Google and Microsoft. The intention was to change into user-based tracking, or people-based tracking, as Facebook calls it. Let's stop there for a moment. What is the actual difference between cookie-based and people-based attribution and measurement? The main advantage with channels and platforms using people-based measurement in comparison to cookie-based measurement, is the accuracy when it comes to cross-device. Let's take Facebook as an example. They have Facebook, Instagram, Messenger and WhatsApp as apps and websites being used by people on both devices. Let's say the most common scenario is that you always have an active session on Facebook on your computer, 
and that you also have at least one of the apps Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp or Instagram on your smartphone. This enables Facebook to with great accuracy measure conversions across device. Let's say you're clicking an ad on Instagram, but converting six days later on your computer. Facebook would be able to measure this. While in third-party analytics platforms such as Google Analytics, this would be viewed as a conversion from direct traffic or search traffic, depending on if you type the full domain in your browser or if you Google the brand name and then clicked on an organic search result or a search ad. I'd say that this is the most obvious example on how people-based attribution beats cookie-based attribution in accuracy. According to Nielsen and Facebook data from 2018 and 19, cookie-based reporting results in 58% in overstatement of reach and an over-representation with three unique cookies per actual person. This has resulted in advertisers paying cookie-based marketing channels way too much in cost per people reached. Over the last couple of years, I also seen how everything from small to large advertisers and agencies over-rely their reporting on cookie-based analysis platforms such as Google Analytics. This results in a poor understanding of the actual performance and an inaccurate performance strategy. My personal opinion is that there need to be a greater skepticism when using third-party data to evaluate performance. Nobody knows the performance data better than the source itself. I'm personally evaluating Google Ads campaigns with data from Google Ads, Facebook campaigns with data from Facebook, and so on. The minute you start using Google Analytics or almost any other third-party platform, a guesswork starts that never ends. Another reason to evaluate first-party data is view-through. View-through is when a person sees your ad but doesn't click, although this person converts in any of his or hers devices within a certain time period. This can be counted as a view-through conversion. Looking at view-through performance are often scoffed at. Saying ad views doesn't impact conversion. Saying ad views doesn't impact conversions is like saying that no offline marketing has ever worked, like TV and print. And since view-through matters and actually makes an impact, the fact that Google Analytics doesn't track view-through performance makes the tool even less relevant to even nearly understand the performance of various marketing channels. This all summarizes the greatest issue with attribution today, that the major advertising platforms don't share their first-party data with each other. And this is of course for obvious reasons. What this results in is that the advertisers must be competent and smart enough to create their own models, definitions and attribution setups in order to come as close to the truth as possible in how their marketing performs. From where originates the conversions? And how does various marketing channels amplify and impact each other? For the newcomer to marketing attribution, let me just explain some terms and concepts of attribution to make it easier to understand the upcoming episodes. Let's start out with defining marketing attribution. It's the concept of determining the journey of a user, an example from viewing an ad to converting on a website or in an app with the goal to determine a return of investment or a cost per conversion. 
and therefore being able to iterate a marketing strategy towards high-performing channels, audiences, and ads. When you're using a marketing platform, such as Facebook Ads, you will encounter the term attribution window. This is the time period of a certain number of days from an ad click or an ad impression to a conversion from within a conversion can be claimed. For example, if you're viewing a performance report with an attribution window of seven days from clicking an ad, you will only include and attribute the conversions happening within seven days after a click on an ad. So if someone converts eight days after clicking an ad, this conversion won't appear in the report you're viewing. Note that the definition of attribution window differs between different platforms, depending on the data source. For example, Facebook attributes a conversion to the day of the click or an ad impression, while Google Analytics attributes to the day of the conversion. This is also one of many reasons why data differs between Facebook ads and Google Analytics when evaluating Facebook ads performance data. People-based measurement is when a technology platform is utilizing user data, like a logged in session to a Google or Facebook account to analyze behavior and conversions, instead of relying on cookies. People-based measurement, when properly used, is highly accurate, although it doesn't tell the whole journey of a person, since it often includes other marketing channels and touch points. Multi-touch attribution is a term to describe and make sense of all touch points that led to a user action, such as a conversion. With multi-touch attribution, which could be set up and modeled in platforms such as Google Analytics, you can use different attribution models. An attribution model is a way to weigh various parts of a user's touch point in the journey from first interaction to a conversion. Let me give an example. If you're using a linear attribution model, you're giving all touch points the same credit through the whole journey. The big issue with working with attribution models and uh, multi-touch attribution is that no single tool or platform with good accuracy can track all parts of a journey, which makes it complicated to use it as a fundament in decision making. Although, in a world without absolute data accuracy, attribution models can be a good way to at least try to understand what leads up to a conversion and how various marketing channels and touchpoints impact each other. Another attribution model is first touch or first click, where you give all the credit to the first touchpoint of a user. Let's say someone enters an online store by clicking a Pinterest ad. Then Pinterest will be given all credit for the conversion, even though the user after this initial click also clicked a Google retargeting ad, viewed an Instagram story ad, and finally converted through a newsletter email. So those were some terms and concepts of marketing attribution. Our intention with this podcast is to invite people from all parts of the table to discuss this attribution headache that we're all having in order to continuously learn on how the best in the business are tackling it. 
as well as learning exactly how the tech giants such as Google and Facebook are working towards making performance data easier to understand and more accurate. We will also discuss the, the aspects of GDPR and how this affects data in the daily work of a marketer, as well as Apple's release of ITP or Intelligent Tracking Prevention that will affect marketers greatly in the performance reporting and tracking of Safari users. If you have any suggestions on guests I should have on the show or topics to discuss, please email me at albin at salster.com. You can also find my email address in the description of the show. Thank you for listening. Consumers got way more choices than they used to and way less time. Advertising isn't evil, it's nature. Products, you take the profit from that to buy more ads. And it goes around and around and around.